0: Hello and welcome to the LedgerCast. My name is Brian Krogsgaard, here with Josh Olsewitch. Hey, Josh.
1: Mr. Brian, how are
0: you? Uh, I'm doing well. It's great to be with you, sir, and it's great to be with our listeners. Hey, this episode is brought to you by Matcha. Go to ledgerstatus.com slash matcha. Check it out today. Aggregated liquidity doesn't matter where the pools are, where all that stuff is. You just use the same thing every time. That's matcha. LedgerSats.com slash matcha. It's the only way to trade on chain because it's the best freaking way to trade on chain. I love it. I use it all the time. Fantastic product. Don't bother searching for where the liquidity is. Just use matcha and it'll find it for you. Uh, Find you the best deal. Lowest slippage. They even have OTC deals that are really cool. It's great. LedgerSats.com slash matcha. All right, Josh. Could it be that the bottom is in? Um, is it possible? <laughs> Give me some hope. Uh, Start me off with some hopium.
1: I don't think it's fair to call it yet. I mean, I saw somebody call this an inverted head and shoulders. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just, I just about cringe.
0: L- l- uh, cringed
1: out of my skin but um we did a thing with the conference you know whether or not oh are you
0: associating it with a conference come on whether or not let me let me finish my dang damn
1: sentence whether or not that <laughs> was the reason <laughs> i don't know but the timing did coincide with words being spoken on a video call during the b word okay so oh that conference yeah I ETH, I've like heard ECC or whatever that's called. I've heard almost nothing about that conference other than Vitalik said we should do so- social media, which good luck because the blockchain is already infinity size and nobody's talking about that. I heard, and,
0: I heard there was a good rave and a, a rave a raise rave. By okay. Aave. Ah, um, Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what I see. I saw the lows on ETH be defended in the 1700s, and now the 200-day be rejected, and now we are in no man's land. But it's probably a decent opportunity for shorts between 2K and 2100, if that's what you're into, or offloading from a risk perspective to buy on the top side. It's not confirmed yet, but I don't know. Unless everybody gets too bullish too quickly, I kind of like it. See, the funny thing
1: is VTC looks like a head and shoulders, whereas alts, especially comp, but also ETH a little bit, looks like a diagonal head and shoulders. Comp is the best actual head and shoulders, the yeah, inverted, inverted, building. Yeah. Um, and then everything else is kind of like diagonal. VTC is definitely not any of those things. Um,
0: yeah. So ETH was working on that. We're kind of talking about this. Um. Yeah, yeah, it's getting rejected by the 200-day as well, comp is. But in my well, it's opinion, it looks healthier than a lot of stuff. And like you said, I guess it uh, could have some kind of head-and-shoulders-y thing. I, it's
1: still on the table until the right shoulder is broken. Just to answer right. the question of everybody wondering,
0: where's the break point? Yesterday, I posted some uh, hopium about comp saying, if you like it at 400, you'll love it at 700. Because I'm talking my bags, first of all. But second of all, it's kind of what I would expect if Ethereum breaks up above its 200-day above you know, local resistance and has a somewhat decent-sized move. I feel like the next stop for comp over uh, high 400s, uh, confirmation of this head and shoulders or horizontal level, which new highs, whatever you want to call it, um, would be kind of the underside of its all-time highs, which would put it around 700. So this is my comp opium. That's right. That right there. That's what I'm looking for in DeFi if we don't get rejected by everything right this moment. Now, the smartest thing for me to have done would have been to basically risk off of all of my DeFi and ETH stuff as as it all jumped into the 200-day moving average. But I didn't really do that. I just kind of was lazy and stayed in the spot. Because I got pretty good entries, so I'm just chilling.
1: Another setup that I think is still alive is Sushi, which had a uh, W double bottom. It had It's the second W in a row, really, after the Adam and Eve. This one's more of a W for you chart pattern. Maxi's wondering what the difference is between an Adam and Eve and a W. Um, W with a bull div past the bare pitchfork and into the cloud. So I still like 14 on sushi, you know, I do. That looks like a very real setup to me. This as well has that diagonal head and shoulders quality to it. You're not going to see it in a textbook, but you're going to see it here on LedgerCast. That's why you listen.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Uh, that one's got interesting governance stuff and fundamental news potentially going on. Also with some fundamental news, uh, poor ThorChain got hacked. And after, let's see, it got hacked yesterday and again today, right? Um, And that was, I think, third and fourth. Or uh, Not hacked, necessarily. A design decision was exploited today, uh, but it was a questionable design decision. I feel bad for them, but uh, it attempted to recover after yesterday's um, draining of funds where it was a gray hat hacker, is I guess what you would call it. They only took eight or nine million or something, but there was like everything essentially at risk, so they could have done worse. They left a message that said, fix your stuff, ThorChain, basically. Um, it tried to recover on today's daily and now today there's this phishing attempt thing going out where someone airdrops some other token It's I don't remember what it was like ETH or something like that um, and then if you try to sell that or it will then drain the rune out of your wallet if you have ETH rune so that's pretty dangerous um, I I I I think eventually this actually might be a buy like it's not like their goals and their mission are going away but like they are facing enormous obstacles at this point because their network might not actually be live for quite a long time but runes definitely one to watch uh from a setup perspective especially if you can end up getting it on some kind of significant discount um the next move down is a severe gap you know it's got Eiffel Tower qualities, uh, and I don't mean to say it in a mean way. I just think it's possible for people to essentially lose their hopium. The rune marines, the rune knights, runies get depressed because all of their unrealized riches from being sub $1 just uh, in January, if they fully reverse, they could capitulate. Uh, so it's worth watching. Worth watching. No, I'm not, not touching
1: it. I'm not touching it for another two years, so have fun. Yeah, that can get hacked sixty five more times before I touch it.
0: I think I, <laughs> just it's just no July, way. It's July now. I think I could be interested in it like sometime when they're like starting to build up their network relaunch. Hope uh, so. Like maybe September October if the winds of the market um are are keen to be there. So. But I hate to say, like I'm really not interested levels wise until like sub two dollars for sure, maybe sub one dollar um it just looks quite bad it looks like it wants to lose these current levels, no network for a while i i i feel for the i feel for the rune folks I'm not not trying to you know i know I had my beef with them, but we we kissed and made up had an olive branch and uh i hope they uh hope they make it through good luck. But fundamental news of the day, that was a big one. Um, I want to talk
1: about Kathy and Sam, but should we focus on charts first? Yeah,
0: let's focus on charts, and then we'll get okay. to the fundamentals. Okay. So I want to talk a, a little bit more about Ethereum. Basically, if this was inverted, it would be a prime setup for me. <laughs> uh, let me reverse it and see if it'll break everything. Then
1: hit the... Hit- Hit the red button instead of the green button.
0: Yeah. Forehead. Uh, yeah. um, But I like, to, I, I like to have a long preference. So the reason... That is a beautiful
1: textbook. Inverted head and shoulders. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> uh, so not going to lie, inverted ETH looks pretty good. This would be if you're... I would be willing to punt this any day of the week, any asset, et cetera, from a long position. I'm not the type that thinks like you can just invert something and it trades perfectly because I think markets tend to be long uh long biased you know but I uh the risk reward here is good for being out since this is inverted that doesn't make any sense risk reward is good for shorts I guess if that's your avenue but USD would make sense here just purely looking at the short now I don't actually this is not where my bias is. This is where the chart tells me. So this is a a cope that I have to like come to terms with because what I would want to see is it consolidate um, in a way that I'm I'm comfortable with. You know, like in a in a uh, like I want to see it consolidate under this line as a sign that it can break up because I want to be bullish bias and that's not because of like crypto hopium it's because markets are easier to long than they are to short broadly so that's what i'm thinking um that said if it starts to show low time frame hints of breaking down i will step out of the way and i will exit my long spot positions but i'm only interested in spot longs at the moment do you disagree agree with my eth analysis
1: uh, I agree with everything. Spot longs makes sense to me. If you are trading, if you're a trader, I always love, this is my new, my new thing to distinguish between traders and investors. If you're a trader on low time frames, yeah, go ahead. You know, like me, sell 18, rebuy 24, sell 18 again, <laughs> which is what I did. Um, not all of my ETH, but anyway yeah. Uh, yeah do whatever you want near term long term if you if you're not in or just looking to get in uh 13 to 6 is where I'd get in that's it you know this mm-hmm. is the 1 year ma this is the pitchfork you can make fun of those targets all you want chat i know a ledger won't cuz he's a upstanding gentleman that's right um but that's where as an investor this stuff gets uh, investable because right now it's not investable based on these indicators.
0: Yeah. Now, if we switch to Bitcoin, the confluence is good, even though like Bitcoin pattern-wise looks a lot different. It's also against diagonal resistance, also against 20-day resistance. It's far from its 200-day, though, which is an interesting component. ETH essentially is using 200-day as immediate support or resistance. It's bouncing around it. Bitcoin is uh, $13,000 away from it. So, um, what, a 40% move? It's a significant move from its 200-day. Yeah, 38% move from its 200-day. Uh, so, significantly different. Bitcoin's chart looks worse, um, but in some ways it might be the better value of <laughs> overall. Like, if you're look- not looking at chart, you're just looking at, like, distance to mean reversion, you know? Um yeah, I mean, it's 46 possible. Yeah.
1: Do I need to be, do I need to see a few more things to be sure of that? I yeah, do. I would like um, to see this
0: 20 day flip on, on Bitcoin to really get hyped up, which is moving down because that's what happens in a downtrend. Uh, but maybe 33K. I still have my alert at 33, 333 in honor of Carpe Noctum, 33K by July. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that I was like, I'm not going to say it was a throwaway
1: technical thing that I posted, but
0: it it was a small, it's a small one that everybody hung on to the stupidest stuff sometimes just blows up on social media. Now, now three years later, here we are and everybody's upset. I still have
1: people (laughs) still have people messaging me about that.
0: It's three years Uh, later to the month and it's right on target and people are mad. Why are they mad, Josh? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, for the cloud,
1: I'd like to see a bullish TK cross. This could be a a very, very slow edge to edge through September into October. It's very similar to 2019, uh, April, where everybody was calling for 3K. Or no, people were calling for like 600. What were they down here? Whatever this was. Yeah, it was
0: at 3K. People were calling for less than 1,000. 1,800, 900. People were calling for all kinds of stuff. There's some potential for that now. So
1: I'd love to see three months of consolidation. I'd love to see a slam dunk chart pattern. I'd love to see an edge edge that's all very easy to trade. Um, This chop BART crap uh, is, is, yeah, it's gross.
0: Actually, you know, if I was to draw a pattern that would be fit your criteria and be interesting, it would include something like this, where it could end up being like, a really nasty head and shoulders or, you know, like (laughs) there was this meme. And I actually like these as a chart pattern, but Peter Brandt had something like this on some commodities chart. and, And then it had a label on it that said rectangle. And Twitter was like, thank you for telling us that that there, that shape is a rectangle. But that was his point. Like, you can just have this broad range for a long period of time. But I think you could draw this, like, if we had another equal high at 40K that we rejected off of, then came back down to 34, 35, and then back up. That would actually fit the criteria for, like, a inverted head and shoulders after a drawdown. So, like, something like that would make sense to me. Uh, but it basically tells you, like, it still favors longs relative to, like, the lows. But it's not, there's no confirmation, Etc. It's just kind of a no man's land for Bitcoin until yeah, thirty four to forty. Though I kind of like that trade.
1: At the very least, we got to get above the eight hour cloud first. And yeah, you you got to move the time frames around to know if the market slows down, you move up the time frames. If the market speeds up, you move down the time frames. If you get something on back testing, which is what this is, that shows you we're above and then we're below. The moment we get above this, great. Right? Yeah. Alligator fractals on uh, the daily also show a very similar type of thing with how these look. These are curling up, but again, we're not there yet,
0: right? Yeah. We're not you know, there. One of the things that disturbs me, and my buddy, Messi, he's been taking a break from Twitter because people are annoying, but I talk to him every day. Um, he brought up the point that like sentiment changed immediately. like One green candle up and everybody's goes from like, hyper bearish to uh you're not gonna make it if you're lo- not long like all in 10x and that's not good uh and that's also showing up in funding already like longs are already having to start paying a premium so when the sentiment can still yeah i mean so that's easily, but that's just right
1: that's just crypto twitter right like who cares
0: yeah but it by the time ton- i don't know these long consolidations it's better if they stay bearish like you remember how bearish people got after we broke from 4k to 6k and they were like sell it sell it and then we just slammed right through it you know um that's what you really need you need that disbelief yeah i agree um it's
1: basically so it's like 100 days down 55% that seems reasonable right it, it is in, it, in it is normal reasonable,
0: but it's not like a maximum you know in a normal world that would be fine <laughs> in a normal world it would be fine but um to match bear market bottoms this would be like a hyper extension of a bull market drawdown um it's a little too broken for me to truly be a bull market drawdown because it broke all the high time frame stuff the 20 week 200 day etc um so to me it's like is this going to be a mini bear and longer consolidation or are we going to have a proper bear and have 75 percent down off the top you know um yeah, we're far.
1: We're definitely in a bear. Just to, just to clear up any concerns one way or the other.
0: Yeah. And the, some, the
1: simplest thing you can watch is the 10.50. The 10.50, again, hasn't crossed yet. The moment it does, I'll be right on that bull train with everybody else longing the crap out of it. But we're not there yet. Um, go ahead, what were
0: you saying? I was just saying, for the full bear market to play out, it would only be 70% down to go to prior all-time highs at 19. Uh, if we have, like, a full... Classical sized bear drawdown, which were what did the last one peak at 80 something like that? That would take us like to 12. A lot of people
1: don't realize is most of the people in Bitcoin are still in significant profit. If you've only been around since January, obviously you're not, but 99% of the people <laughs> I'll say it, it's probably that high. It feels like it's that high. I will to say, see, Josh. I still wake up and I see the number and I don't believe it. To to see where
0: we've been and where we because I normalized my new uh, you know monetary value in my life. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so one thing that I do see is a first green candle in three weeks, but a little more of a convincing bottomy type candle, perhaps. Um, No, no, that looks like John
1: looks so bad it looks so bad
0: it's so. so
1: so? it just constant droop mm,
0: kind of like it uh, it's got a couple days left to go it's got uh, some
1: performance anxiety it looks
0: terrible I don't like this like one two three four wicks into like a similar zone you know basically saving 30k at the same time um, Sam uh, from Alabama Research which is my new favorite meme Uh <laughs> Uh, uh, that's Alameda Research, by the way. They basically are admitting they're hoovering a bunch of coins around 30k, but like they can't do that alone, you know. Or it could break. Um, like it's hard. It's not impossible, but it's pretty hard for like one person, one entity to support a market fully. Um, but we basically bottomed on each of these. Actually, there was a good thread somebody did where uh, Sam Trebucco tweeted basically that. Uh, alameda was bullish it marked (laughs) three bottoms here so there in my mind they and maybe some others are scooping 30k uh price coins and they're betting on upside but that's a little scary right because what happens when they decide they're done buying um that's that's the counter argument now you're going to bring up bitfinex highs on or bitfinex longs on me
1: yeah, I mean, Alameda's just filling their bags, just like 3IC, just like CMS, just like yeah, any 3AC VC, is, right? Cyano, short as crap. Uh, yeah, that's right. So they're gonna push. they're gonna talk about whatever they're doing, whatever. That's fine. Uh, just, just as long as people are aware of that. Uh, yeah, Phoenix, like Jack is saying in the chat. Shout out to Jack, but yeah, Phoenix longs continue to increase. I don't know if this is Paulo just longing to other treasury or what. <laughs> Um, could be um, migration from those Chinese exchanges who knows Um, but yeah that gives me serious trepidation uh, at at a bottom previously in April 2019 again we had a flippening of long shorts leading into that uh, explosion in price at 3k so this does not look good on paper for yeah, sure from
0: a, it's been interesting because everybody's watching those shorts that oscillate so much recently because there's like one whale that's just putting on and then taking off shorts constantly but on a relative or a, rather a yeah relative basis between longs and shorts there's still way more longs in the ecosystem which is scary on bitfinex that said bitfinex is While they have that tracking, overall it's so much smaller than the rest of the market. So I don't know what to make of it.
1: Um, Yeah. Um, The one other bullish thing I can find is this like falling channel with an RSI bullish divergence, but it is very subtle. It is definitely there, very subtle. So I do like that. I like that we are instead of pointing up, we're pointing down with uh, weakening momentum on RSI. This just happens to be
0: a three-day, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I was about to look up what's what there. The daily is starting a little RSI uptrend. I don't know. There's some things that indicate that perhaps sellers are a little tired. Doesn't mean they're all the way tired. You can do the opposite for quite a long time. Let's just. I mean, just ask
1: yourself: Does this look like a good short here? You know, it looks like it could be if it goes lower, but it doesn't look like I'm gonna load the boat in shorts, right?
0: Let's just look at another one while we're while we're doing it. So, uh, on the way up, you know, we made a higher high, higher high, higher high, higher high, and on the RSI, um, higher high, but then lower high, lower high, lower high, lower high. Uh, yet we went up throughout that. So that's a much longer term. I believe you were talking about this the whole time it was happening. Uh, longer term version of lessening momentum while the price was rising while the volume was going down indicating that a break of some sort was going to occur now in hindsight hindsight chart analysis 101 which we all love to do you would say in fact this the lower high confirms that uh the price was a lower high at the same time the rsi had been weakening the volume had been weakening sell volume started to spike a little bit here that's a perfect exit why didn't you all exit well i don't know most didn't um but in hindsight you look at that it looks pretty clear in hindsight we'll probably say something on the reverse side right like if this starts to tick up 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 and the price keeps going down 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 and everybody's panicking at 24k saying 14k on the way but all this is telling us that those sellers are exhausted that could be a conversation that we have uh, coming in the, I don't know, two-month time frame um, if we continue downwards. I If we continue downwards, I don't have a strong belief, honestly, that we're going to hit like the, the total doom and gloom targets because I think the same way 30K is being bought, I think the low 20Ks will also be bought. So 14K people can uh, go somewhere else. We're going to get a nice solid balance well before we get to 14K. IMO.
1: Well, if we... If the bull doesn't hold, what you're looking for on the daily time frame is RSI to get down to like Corona levels, which is like 15. Um, November 2018, it got to 10. I don't know if we have like that kind of OI left to to even push us down there. <laughs> yeah. You know, from uh, I know like yeah. I know like uh, you know Phoenix Longs we just talked about, but um, yeah, I don't know if there's that many people left to like get rid of. You know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't actually think it looks bad. Like, I think we could make this move up now. I have said on previous shows that I think the better way to get a long term bounce is to break down. Right, go ahead and just take out the twenty four k type of area. Get a bigger bounce to the upside. The relative upside would be higher doing that. Um, yeah,
1: well, I don't know why people get disappointed. It's like if you know how to trade. Buy the lows, sell the highs. Get all you know. That's it. What are you worried about? Right. If so, it goes to fourteen, buy it. You know, like yeah. what is the what is the big deal? Yeah, Bitcoin's going to be uh, in, the, well, in a just, bad spot for a bit. At, but. Let's
0: just look at it this way. If you believe it's going to forty-two k, which I do, if you go from twenty-four k to forty-two k, you've made seventy-five percent on Bitcoin. If you go from thirty-two k to forty-two k, you've made thirty-something percent. So, you get a better win if you can buy it from lower <laughs> if you still have the upside favorability if you're protected from the downside, getting the cheaper price is always better um so you know when people complain about it, it's because they're talking their current positioning because they're in right now they don't want to uh they don't want it to go down more. That's where that comes from uh now it could totally break up it could totally break up it's like right on the verge, just like we talked about with eth um it's a, it's a definite time to pay attention. You know, we did a fake breakout. I shouldn't ignore that because I talked about it last week. Like, I felt if we revisit the lows, we would not hold them. So, well, so far we did. We had this like Uber Chad candle off of it. Um, my bias from previous would tell me I need to have caution here. Um, because I didn't believe in this kind of triple quadruple bottom type of concept, especially with that daily close. Um, but still if, m- like I, I changed that bias above, above 33, 34 K because it would break the longer term consolidation.
1: If we break 35, that That's is for you. the level for me, where I start to love again and look for some longs on a margin Basis,
0: see, that's just boring 35 to 40. You know, it's like <laughs> feels like nothing. I'd almost rather the 24 to 40. Uh, I hate to say it that way because I always like when the number goes up, but sometimes the number has to go down to go up stronger.
1: Well, see, I have a higher upside, I like 45 46 based on the daily cloud. Um, so I, you know, might pause at 40, reconsolidate at 40, whatever. But again, I don't know if there's that many shorts to even squeeze. People talking about a short squeeze and stuff. I'm like, guys, like who who's shorting? <laughs> like, there's it's not like, that
0: much LI that's short. Like you're shorting stablecoin people. Like you're shorting people who are in cash. That's not really how it works. They still have to FOMO. From a yeah, pure, it's just, yeah from a pure open interest perspective, I don't think there's really a, a great fit for a short squeeze.
1: Volumes everywhere are down to nothing. You know.
0: It's going to be tough. We should read it because they said it in all caps. Danla Martina. Fundamentally not getting above 42K without news. That was Tesla pump previously. Okay. I read it in all caps. (laughs) Uh, I think there are technical reasons why 42K is important. I don't know if I assign the Tesla pump to it. I can't even remember where that was. So... Anyway. that was
1: uh, january 29th there was some continued rumors about amazon jumping into crypto amazon posted a, a job for blockchain um project manager yeah or something like that
0: yeah so yeah i saw that I, do we want to do we want to recap the uh The trifecta of polarizing Twitter uh, like legacy people interested in crypto. There was Elon, um, Kathy Wood, and Jack Dorsey all on a panel together. Uh, I didn't watch most of it. (laughs) Did you? No, I didn't watch any of it. Uh, So we have a lot
1: to say. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say that it's hilarious that the people are getting so upset over the Ethiopian flag. It's like, guys, they do this... (laughs) They've done this for Twitter every it's, it's Olympics. Olympics. This it's is not Olympics. But it's just hilarious that Jack tweeted that out. Oh yeah, my god, it I love a it. Good I love it was a good troll. Um, it, it was it was the best. It was the best. because the East people's Jimmies got so rustled over that. But anyway. Um
0: I'm yeah, Kathy not hiding any DMs here, but yeah, here's the tweet It's very funny. Uh, the big thing with Kathy is the um she keeps buying coin
1: and she's buying GBTC every day. BitConnect it seems like. Kathy? No, the thing with Kathy.
0: Oh, I thought you said BitConnect, Kathy. <laughs> Sorry, the thing with Kathy.
1: Kathy, Kathy, Kathy Wood, Wood of Arc yeah. Invest. Um, so she either knows something or is just super convicted that coin is going higher, that GBTC is going higher. She's maybe convinced that they're going to convert to an ETF eventually. I don't know. But would you be buying coin at these levels at that rate? She's buying it every day, nonstop. Coin, <sighs> coin, for those who don't know, is Coinbase, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, and you can't be bullish Coinbase if you think crypto is going to collapse. So you got to think she thinks crypto is going to be okay, especially if GB, she's buying GBTC. I don't know. It's just like people, the, again, we talk about Sam and Alameda, we talk about 3AC and all those other guys. They're, we talk about the whales because they tend to move markets right
0: yeah I don't know I mean Kathy and Ark I think they've done incredible stuff Uh, it's hard for me their largest position is still Tesla Um, it's been riding it's 200 day moving average looks actually absolutely fascinating (laughs) in legacy markets with earnings coming up Woo, woo! July 26th
1: I think Tesla's a big dump it it's got a descending triangle quality to it
0: yeah I don't know it looks like distribution but anyway that would I mean this would be hilarious if it just mooned but I mean that could dictate the direction of the whole market for the course of a week if, what Tesla does like imagine how many retail people get washed by that and certainly ARC would get washed if it dumped to. Um, but yeah anyway I think she did an amazing job I just her portfolio construction absolutely baffles me <laughs> so whatever (laughs) um so we had that we had the conference a ton of money so it's not like it's not like it's a bad company in that regard they make a ton of money uh maybe it's even a relative value i don't know i haven't looked at it but
1: it's the thing is it's so tied correlation wise to btc and ETH. uh i think btc more than ETH. but you know you can't you can't be bearish and buy that and think it's going to go in the opposite direction of btc I don't know. It's a weird. Well, right? Also,
0: she's been buying it like since it came out. So like she's right. down a hundred dollars per coin, <laughs> if you will, um, from, she's her buys, but she's essentially the floor down here. Like she's scooping it every single day. Um, I haven't looked at the fundamental metrics, see how this all plays out. But if volume dies and their fees go down and nobody cares about trading Doge, which they listed too late, et cetera, et cetera, it could be bad. I don't know. Um, I I don't want to buy this chart. I mean, I guess the the RR is good, but I'd rather own Bitcoin. Yeah. Which is what I did. Actually. I own GBTC right now. Um, I actually think if Bitcoin does have upside, the GBTC 14% discount or whatever is incredible. Um, Here's another, like, I think you just call this bearish crypto because like if crypto is risk on, uh, like it's not been acting risk off so if it's risk on well the freaking nasdaq is plowed to new highs like just insane and and bitcoin and crypto can't follow through so that's not good either
1: well, it's almost like crypto's the adult in the room saying guys we're a little too heated here you yeah, know stocks, and net,
0: stocks right. like nope. last we're going week, higher. last week was one of the ugliest legacy candles i've ever seen and this week opened gap lower and then like turbo chatted straight through it and put in one of these uh, like god like candles <laughs> you know since from a percent perspective it's probably not that high from a, like in crypto people's brains but that's a 4% candle on the queues and I mean good gracious like part of me just wonders are we just going to blow the lid off in legacy is this just going to be some kind of long term blow off top type of thing or what it's a big move for tradfi, as 8-bit says in the chat don't know. Perfect, like wedge and breakout, retest, pump. Look at that yeah, way. it doesn't.
1: Just doesn't give me good feelings because we're gonna follow it on the downside, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, no- but we're not. Getting, we're not getting the upside move. That's such a. I know. Give us a break. Uh, who are these yeah. bears? Who are these crypto bears selling all their coins? How dare you! It's all the it's the
1: the roughers of the world. They made their billion dollars. They, uh, now yeah. they're
0: out. They're pumping
1: and dumping our coin. They really did. They pumped and dumped us. They left us on the side of the road. Uh, DXY still looks good to me. It's going to take some time to play out, but I'm highly confident this goes higher, despite fundamentals perhaps saying otherwise.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to go sideways, personally.
1: Well, you're the opposite of correct, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, gonna ideally this goes higher leading up to october and then cools off and gives us a good q4 and stocks
0: don't dump you know that's kind of best case scenario so the trajectory of gbtc is kind of hilarious uh since 2017 because it was at such a premium in 2017 and now it's at such a discount that gbtc is already back to the same levels it was at the prior all-time high in 2017 in fact just a little bit below it um yeah this actually looks good to me (laughs) if i was looking at just this chart i do like it i like i like where we are but that's trying to chart a a wrapped product of the actual product um but does that interest you at all
1: no i mean i'm I'm kind of just sick of talking about gbtc honestly between the unlocks and barry and all the crap that they're adding and the discount the premium and the pink sheets and blah, 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 blah. It's just never ending. Just turn it into an ETF or just go away. I don't even care anymore, honestly. Well,
0: I think it is going to become an ETF. It should already be because this inefficiency in Gbtc is terrible for retail. So they act like they want to, you know, fix retail, but then they don't. Like they just make things that are harder for retail. Yeah. Um, is there okay. anything else that looks good to you? That looks good? Yeah. Um, I'm... I've been trying to inch my way back into uh, synthetics a little bit, although it looks a little janky today. Um, Overall, it felt like it had put in a bottom to me, so I'm just trying to play the retraces of that, basically. Um, It's a bet I'm willing to take. Um, Yeah, so I've kind of been looking for this Ethereum relative bounce back to its 200-day. So we'll see if we get all the way there. I just started into yeah. into that in the past day or two. AXS isn't for me. The same reason Rune wasn't for me.
1: Anything that's up 30,000% over the past two months is like, no, like, have fun. You guys can trade all that all you want. It's not
0: for me. Yeah, Comp's been my more significant position by far. I just think on a relative basis, on a dollar basis, I like it. Uh, it's been battling Ethereum the ethereum pair versus the 200 day which almost anyone that's a buyer of comp is already someone invested in eth so the question is is it better to be in than eth if it actually gets a uh, significant reach up from here then i like that a lot um so from the break of the 200 day towards like kind of the first levels of resistance is about a 40% ETH relative move. So, unless it loses this kind of rectangle against ETH, I don't mind having my exposure in COMP for DeFi stuff. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts on that.
1: Well, if BTC reverts to forty to forty-six, which is a massive range, but if it goes anywhere there, then ETH could easily go twenty-eight to three. Right. And, and then, yeah. can can DeFi Outperform. break up that hard? I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, you already brought up Sushi, but, you know, the chat is asking about it again. Um, I have price sushi. branches all over this chart, but I actually think Sushi looks great. Um, it's they're g- also, They also seem to be coming to some kind of terms between ARCA on one side and uh, all the other VCs on the other about how to get Sushi to sell some coins to these investors, which basically just gives Sushi liquidity. Personally, I think the sushi proposal should just be a schedule for selling sushi to the public market. Uh, that makes the most sense to me, and then anyone can show up on the other side of those trades. And as long as it's clear and transparent and they show why they want to, are, are selling sushi coins to fund the project, then that's fine. Um, I actually like the current setup. I don't like that it's above those kind of negotiate, negotiated prices, the one that ARCA put forward. Uh, but I like this chart. I'd be fine. I'd be fine with some sushi here um, because it saved that that bottom basically It just tr- turned it into a double bottom, but it also flipped its faster moving averages uh so the upside from here is maybe twelve bucks something like that i'd I'd be out of this at twelve bucks twelve fifty uh testing the underside of that that range I wouldn't like that at all so
1: yeah there's there's v p v r resistance from uh thirteen to fifteen.
0: Yeah, but eight. The thing eight, about the fundamentals, eight, eight to twelve is fifty percent trade. You know, in a bear market, I'll take a plus fifty percent anytime I can get it.
1: Yeah, I like that definitely. Um, the thing about the fundamentals is like on paper, Uni should own everybody, and none, nothing else should exist. But the problem is the the fully diluted value of the token is different, right? Versus you, you had tweeted about this, um, it's different than the sushi fully diluted value. So sushi looks incredibly undervalued uh, relative into that metric. But like, is that going to matter? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. Because if you look at the PE ratio of sushi, it's always at the bottom. It's always the lowest. If you look at the PE ratio of uni, it's always in the middle, right? And like, if you look at the supply side protocol revenue or supply side revenue of uni versus the world, uni is killing it on a protocol revenue basis. But that may not be enough to save the token if the market cap uh, based on the circulating supply is just too insane
0: and the uh those profits for uh, uni don't accrue back right in sushi they are delivered profits are delivered to token holders through their staking programs and other stuff like that right whereas uni no profits from the protocol are delivered to token holders so, that's-
1: right. Sushi, sushi and everybody else who isn't uni has to be super innovative in what they do in order to compete, which is great. But the question is like looking at this these revenue models and whatever. Like this PE ratio, sushi is always at the bottom. It it's, it's really weird because I want to buy sushi. I want to like it more than I do, but it's just tough. Because I, I don't know what's going to win out at the end of the day. Yeah. The, the the fully diluted value of the market cap with having no protocol revenue or Sushi having some protocol revenue with a much smaller total market cap, right?
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Hey, if I was going to provide just like a... Here's a bear market boring trade setup. Here's one. Uh, so per compound, like we talked about, if you bought the dip as it is today, it's at one of these kind of prior levels that have been relevant. Um, and it looks like a reversal retest so if you bought it at 390 that's what it is right now i would personally be able to stop out below like 370 or so kind of where it had these other smaller down moves so if you wanted a hard stop you could do it at like 360 and then 450 is the weekly closing level So that could be your upside. Now, this is a pretty boring trade. The RR is only 1.8. So it's plus 14% for minus, say, 7%. Just be easy. So two to one. But that is a perfectly reasonable bear market trade. (laughs) You know, like just trading tokens in a range. uh, Try not to think too hard about it. Um, And I think sometimes people look at these setups and think oh like i'm you know i'm looking for a 10x or something and i don't i just don't think you have to look at that i think you can just be smarter about it if you wanted to play it to a higher uh take profit you could play it to the previous high and that's more like a 35 percent gain with a similar stop um and and this would be what that might look like so that gives you more of a four to one so you could play it initially to the weekly high at 448 and then maybe you hold on and see if you can capture 520 or so uh so that's that's how i'm essentially looking at trading when i look at DeFi right now i want to be long focused i want to wait for proper buys i didn't buy the bottom of comp because you know it broke down from the last place i was looking at it i bought it once it recovered um so i think i'm in profit on it but i'm not in like huge profit on it you know uh it's basically i think it's close to where i entered Uh, but this is the way i look at this am i willing to tolerate seven eight percent down sure Am I uh, going to hold it for like ever and back to 200 if everything goes to crap? No, <laughs> I'll take my loss and move on. But I look at this RR, you know, the risk versus the reward, and it looks good to me. So that's how I'm approaching the market.
1: Yeah, I like, you know, I like it to see your previous 700 spiel
0: yeah 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 the 700 is like it breaks above that you know like you can evolve essentially what your trade looks like as you go along and determine is this still a good trade to be in that's something that uh crypto uh i think has some videos that does a good job of explaining you can essentially redo your rr every day and it, you and then you have your entry price like where that is and then you determine like, where, where should my stop be now? You know, you evolve it. And is it still a good trade today? A lot of times that might end up enabling you to close a little earlier than you would before or something like that, take profit too soon. I don't there's there's pros and cons of trade management. But it's all trade management. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, have a complex um, Even all these DeFi coins have some shades of, that diagonal inverted head and shoulders, like we were talking about. I like Ave to three yeah. eighty four twenty. Plays it's
0: good. It just had to that rejection that under under its kind of prior range that it already rejected off once. But the fact that it's bouncing up again, is nice. Um, yeah, I haven't. I, I don't know. Sometimes you just jive with a certain chart. So I've been jiving more with uh, Comp synthetics and sushi, and less with Ave. But that's just my feeling. It's not anything to do with. What anyone else should do
1: in the plums, eh?
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: yeah, if, these, if one breaks up, they should all break up. Uh, but I'd look to comp first because it looks the cleanest. And the DeFi perp on FTX has it as well. It just to me more looks like a falling wedge, still filling itself in. Yeah. Potentially to October, I don't know. But if if all these inverted head and shoulders break up, then uh, DeFi Perk's going to break up too.
0: Yep. And all of these basically depend on those levels that we talked about being real. Like it gets back above, ETH gets above the 200-day moving average and, you know, gets above 2100. Whatever way you look at it, it breaks above its range. Uh, If that happens, then you'll see some rapid moves on some of these DeFi things in my mind. It's done.
1: also dependent on BGC and ETH not breaking down. Correct. So long as correct. those. Yeah, correct. I guess if they could,
0: they could go sideways, they could range and then the right. other stuff could still do it. Yeah.
1: Anything uh, but breaking down. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, hey, I want to end the show with uh, a shout out to whoever it was that talked to my brother's coworker here in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> And said they listened to the show. They listened to the Ledgercast and that we've helped them in their journey. So, shout out to you, person at the jewelry store. That's who it was. So, nice. Yeah, we have a fan here in Alabama. They saw my brother's name on a text message from my brother's coworker <laughs> while they were in the store. And they were like, does that happen to be Brian Krogsgaard's relation? And they were, like, Is his brother in the crypto or something? It was like, yes uh, and the coworker happened to know that anyway, pretty funny. Love it. Um, thanks for being here, Josh. Am I missing anything?
1: No, I think we did pretty good for a week of Borings. essentially not, not so much going on
0: <laughs> a, a week where I think what we did was we didn't die. That's what we, that's really what it did more than anything. So that's I hope all of y'all survived. Don't, uh, <laughs> don't get, um, you know, don't get too excited one way or the other. Just, Play the charts. Don't let your hopium get put up. Have fun. If you enjoy the show, you can like rate it on iTunes and those kinds of places. Go to letterstatus.com slash masha to check in with them. Thanks for being here. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Monuments crumble. Dry. In a house because I feel the breeze wound so tight, I can barely breathe all oh, the train.